Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Marilyn, lying on her queen-size bed, clings to her mint-green 746 telephone. The French doors leading to the courtyard let in a cool breeze into her room. If she's not engaged in conversation, she's eagerly awaiting its ring, reassuring notes that elevate her stature. When the phone rings, pleasurable shivers run through her. What if it's him? With each call, Marilyn becomes increasingly important in the Kennedy family circle. Robert, John's brother, allows her to keep one foot in the White House. Marilyn appreciates this dual status as a film star and political confidant. Between the warmth of the Hollywood Hills and Washington, D.C., the imposing capital of the United States, she finds a balance that suits her well. And wherever she may be, she dreams of reclaiming her impossible love, John Kennedy. She thinks about it all the time, on set, during social gatherings, at night, in her bed. Unfortunately, Marilyn Monroe is anything but peaceful. Rumors abound regarding her relationship with the president and even a potential love triangle involving the two brothers. But how do fans, paparazzi, and the media seize upon this story to the point of destroying everything in their wake? You're listening to Love Me, Love Me Not. Marilyn Monroe and John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Episode 2. Paparazzi on their trail. If a relationship between Marilyn Monroe and John Kennedy sparks a lot of gossip, it's not just because people rejoice at a budding romance or because both are globally renowned figures. No, what particularly fuels the morbid curiosity of the media is the mystery hanging over this alleged affair. Starting with the various versions that circulate as if there weren't just one Billy Wilder in Hollywood. The first hypothesis is that neither of them attaches much importance to the romance. It's merely a matter of carnal pleasure, and it suits both of them just fine. Marilyn can continue to tread the studios and attend glamorous parties without being accountable to anyone. As for JFK, he can entertain whomever he wishes in his bachelor pad and continue to maintain a good image alongside his delightful first lady. The second rumor is less glamorous at least for the actress. 
It claims that she is madly in love with John Fitzgerald Kennedy. She tells everyone that he will divorce and even better marry her. She already envisions herself as the head of the White House, a prominent figure in the government with a thousand talents. She is the rising star of Hollywood, the one who has overshadowed the great Jackie Kennedy and the confidant of the President of the United States. However, he strongly disagrees. Is he attracted to the sensual Marilyn? Of course. But in love? Ready to marry her? Absolutely not. So, he's very clear with her. No, she will never surpass the status of a mistress, and she should be grateful for that. For those who are sensitive to sensational gossip, a fairy tale is just beginning. The two are deeply in love and will have many children. Love blinds them, but doesn't block their path. Any obstacle ceases to exist once they declare their love. They have no concerns about the reputation of the statesman, let alone his marriage. They love each other, and love alone reigns. Lastly, there's the fantasy of a relationship between the star and the two Kennedy brothers. It's impossible for ordinary mortals to imagine that Marilyn could settle for just friendship with either one of them. No, she must necessarily be elevated not only as an object of desire and seductress, but also, let's add another layer. It will be a love triangle or nothing. Regardless of the truth, the media quickly seizes the affair, such as the Miami News or the Los Angeles Times. Their modus operandi? To follow them wherever they go eagerly awaiting a romantic encounter not to be missed. Of course, the star is accustomed to being photographed. The camera loves her, and she returns the favor. According to the magazine Barnaby's, photographer Laszlo Willinger declared, when she sees a camera, any camera, she lights up. She was even dubbed the Mmm Girl in 1949 by the Daily News for her beautiful and long legs and her pretty slender waist, among other things. She is more at ease in front of a camera lens than a movie camera lens. But this time, it's different. The paparazzi are very aggressive and unsurprisingly, particularly towards Marilyn, the sex symbol of the moment. To counter this image, Marilyn dedicates herself to reading books and particularly enjoys being photographed during these moments. It must be said that at the time, few women were considered intellectuals. So, presenting Marilyn Monroe as a brainiac was not very appealing to the general public. The paparazzi are searching for any clue they swear by the story and don't miss a single film shoot or Oval Office moment. Kennedy is accustomed to being followed for such affairs. It must be said that Marilyn is far from being his first extramarital conquest. And after all, he's just a man. As for the beauty, she's overwhelmed by the situation. If anyone's reputation takes a hit, it's hers. And although she wreaks havoc in front of the camera, the producers don't hesitate to criticize her alleged shortcomings especially when she skips the filming of Something's Got to Give to attend the president's birthday, leading producer George Cooker to believe that her period pains are too severe. And meanwhile, John gets away unscathed. Marilyn Monroe presents herself to the world with multiple facets. 
There's the stunning actress, the surprising intellectual, but also the traumatized little girl who has never had the opportunity to heal. And the publicity of these rumors, coupled with a potential broken heart, does her no favors. Marilyn, who is already so fragile, slowly but surely succumbs to alcohol, barely opening an eye as she drinks champagne, a rhythm that becomes her daily routine. Her physical condition also increasingly worries her producers. Her doctor, Ralph Greenson, eventually prescribes sleeping pills for the night and amphetamines for the day, a dangerous cocktail that leads her straight to a rehabilitation center in the middle of 1961. Upon her release from the rehab center in late 1961, Marilyn doesn't lose heart. Whatever happens, she will always have one foot in the White House. Soon enough, she develops a curious habit, noting everything she reads about politics. The goal? To be able to engage in conversation with the presidential family without any issues. For her, their bond is as strong as iron. The Kennedy brothers do not agree with this. The false articles continue to flood in, to the point that the rumors start to worry them, particularly the untouchable John Fitzgerald Kennedy. So, without further ado, they restrict the actress's appearances to important soirees. No more brunches on the White House lawn, no more parties where she can shine among politicians. Marilyn Monroe is once again on the edge and decides to take a rest in Mexico. Upon her return, Marilyn is rested and rejuvenated. She aspires to a fresh start. Hope is never far away. And besides, she's accustomed to riding out the waves. All she needs is to find a little nest just for herself, where she can feel safe and preserve her privacy behind lush vegetation. The actress acquires what she describes as a cute little eight-room Mexican-style house in the Brentwood neighborhood of Los Angeles, far from the hustle and bustle of the city, and most importantly, away from the paparazzi. Unfortunately for Marilyn, the respite is short-lived. Thinking that the tide has turned, the Kennedy brothers quickly reappear, and all that matters to the nosy neighbors is being able to feed the gossip, and why not make some money on the side? They rush to the newspapers to report the constant comings and goings of presidential vehicles at all hours of the day. Later, to explain Marilyn's death in 1962, the magazine Telerama criticizes the star system of which the actress was a victim. According to the journal, her image and private life were sold and broadcasted like toothpaste, even and especially in the darkest moments. I quote, for Hollywood, Marilyn was just a body. They created characters of a naive good girl. Her famous sway was exploited to the point of indecency by the cameras. Even the star herself confirmed it during her lifetime, having understood how she had been manipulated. She said, what a responsibility it is to be a sex symbol. As for the president, AKA the insatiable womanizer, he continues to hunt with confidence. Is love stronger than anything? Will the paparazzi and other vultures prevail over the alleged affair between Marilyn Monroe and John Fitzgerald Kennedy over their reputations? Unsurprisingly, the story does not end here. 
as it could sour even further. The 45th birthday of the President of the United States is proof of that. Thank you for listening to Love Me, Love Me Not, a Baba Bam production. Stay tuned for the next episode. If you enjoyed the episode, please leave comments and ratings on all listening platforms. And all four episodes of the season are available in advance on Apple Podcasts, exclusively on the Baba Bam Plus channel.